Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. For those of you who have dialed in this morning, I hope your morning has gotten off to a great start. That way you're establishing the foundation as to how you will finish this day. Well, I am not going to prolong. Uh, I may be a couple of minutes over today, but I hope y'all stay with me. Um, Today's topic is going to be audacious versus anxious. Audacious versus anxious. And so as I said yesterday, Coach Audrina laid a great framework for us setting into the month, Women's History Month. We had Women's International Day yesterday, and so it was just right for me this week to continue on hopefully giving us a deeper dive into uh, the meaning and the purposes behind the names of our community, which is Ambitious, Audacious, and Courageous, and giving us some more insight of how to really apply it and actually be able to identify versus when we're being audacious or when we're being anxious, right? So this morning I wanted to open up. um, I didn't close out yesterday, but I want to tell this story uh, from the Bible about a biblical woman who I felt expressed all three, ambitious, audacious, and courageous. And hopefully it will serve as a good example as to what I'm going to lay out um, in today's topic. So you can go and read it in your spare time. I won't read all the verses, but I'm going to summarize the story. In Genesis chapter 38, verses starting at verses 6 through uh, 30, we find that there is this story about a woman in the midst of this story about Joseph and his brothers. Her name is Tamar. She is actually married to the son of Judah, who actually he then, he was wicked, so he died, right? The Lord fooled him. When he dies, then um, his brother dies, and so basically she ends up being a widow. But at that time, during that time of, of life, there was something known as the Levite marriage, a common law. And it stated that if a woman married and her husband died before having a son, the husband's family was obligated to give her another husband to have as a son, to have a son as an heir, because to die without one was a terrible curse on her. And to keep the heir in the family, one of the men's brothers usually was chosen, but even the father-in-law could fill in the role according to some ancient document. So I read that because this is very important to this story, that during that time that was the law, right? And this woman knew this law, but her father-in-law, who was already one of the brothers who sold Joseph off into slavery, would not would not follow through on this law, okay? He was the head of the family. He knew the law just like she did, but he had decided to not allow this to happen because two of his sons had already died being married to her, okay? So long story short, she took the initiative. She was ambitious enough because what she didn't want was to be cursed. So she had one aim, and that was to fulfill the law, right? That was her focus, to follow God's will. And they knew the law at the time to be God's will. She was audacious enough 
to set in motion an activity and a plan to go about ensuring that this would happen. Now, audacious is defined as doing, taking bold risks, right, also as showing an important lack of respect. So when you read this story and you understand what she did and how she went about taking this, because she actually ended up tricking her father-in-law to sleep with her, right? And she did that because she knew that was the only way to fulfill the law. And she was within her right because she knew what she had her mind set on, one aim, and that is following the will of God. But many would look at that as her being uh, imputed, right, a lack of respect, right? They shocked by her surprisingly boldness to take a risk such as that. But she was also given wisdom because, again, she was following the law. So God gave her the wisdom to take from her father-in-law, who was a king at that time, his rod, his staff, and uh, his cloak, which represented the identity of who he was. Because she knew that there was going to be a back, backlash on what was going to happen. They were going to come after her and kill her, okay, because it was going to be found that she was pregnant and she had no husband. So she, in that moment, took that bold risk, not out of her own self-appetite, but because she knew the law and she was standing in a single-minded focus and position of fulfilling that law. She had the audacity to believe the word of God. She had the audacity to take action and to take risk even to the people around her that may have seen that she was disrespectful, out of order, or even made her, in a way, surprise other people and question, has she lost her mind? How dare she be imprudent enough to show that lack of respect to go against the man, the head of the family, to follow the head of life itself, which is God? That is where I'm going today because that is what's required for us to fulfill the audacity, to be obedient to what God has given us to do. We need to know that sometimes other people will assume or perceive our actions as being imprudent. They will think like the Latin word for imprudent is two words. It means in and pudere. It means not be ashamed. She was not ashamed to do and follow through with what God's word said, and we have to be the same way. We have to be willing to also be indelicate. That's the other meaning of the Latin word for imprudent, which is impudent, I-M-P-U-D-E-N-T, which means to be indelicate. Sometimes we can't be ladylike to what other people have decided ladylike is because we know what God's word says and we have to be willing not to be conformed to the ways of this world but to do what he has called us to do unapologetically, okay? So what makes us anxious is because at the point in time, anxious, anxiousness is to experience worry. It means to experience Worry. Let me say that one more time. Experience worry. That means you are allowing yourself to experience an emotion over a period of time about something that is somewhat uncertain outcome or something that's an imminent event, but it hasn't occurred yet. 
it, it hasn't taken place yet. Anxious is also defined as wanting something very much, typically with a feeling of unease. And we covered yesterday how our self-appetite can send us on quests of wanting to have that satisfaction feeling of being full. So, see, pretty simple to be anxious is to be out of the will, to be focused on what is your will and not God's will, to believe that somehow you can manifest the outcome. See, God has clearly made it clear to us in Scripture by Revelations 1 and 8. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Our job is the middle. Our job is to surrender boldly to what his word says. We have been given by our birthright as believers of Christ that victory belongs to us no matter the situation or the circumstance. But what we get confused at is that we somehow began to listen or have that imbalance of double-mindedness that somehow we can share the same seat of our will with God. We can get what we want, and God can get what he wants. See, this woman wasn't so concerned with having a child because she wanted a son. She was focused on making sure that there was an heir to the family's bloodline. She was committed to the law. What are you committed to? Are you committed to you getting the thing that you want, that temporary satisfaction of your appetite, or are you committed to the sovereignty of God having its full reign in your life? Anxiousness is about you believing that you have sovereignty, that you somehow have the ability to get everything that you want. See, anxiousness is not based on anything that has occurred. It's the possibilities that we're running through our mind. We're running so many options of what this could do and what that could be like. If we did this, if I did that, what could my business do if I implemented this? What would happen and how much money would I make if I started doing this? Or if I went over and sat at the table and ate with them people, how much would I get? How much exposure would they bring to me? See, we sometimes find ourselves wavering, going and eating at too many tables and taking in and consuming too much information for other people's ideas, rehearsing multiple possibilities, and find ourselves choking out our own progress. Yes. And, yes, the Latin word for anxious is A-N-G-E-R-E, which means to choke. How much are we choking out of our lives by not allowing our audacity to focus on one ambitious goal, to be the drive for everything in our life. We are fulfilling ourselves with too many options, and we're wondering why we cannot see the manifestations that we desire. Could it be that your hunger and your rough after too many experiences and too much exposure is costing you the very thing that could set your whole life free from anxiety. See, we're trying to carry a burden that's not ours. The manifestation of the end result is not our responsibility, nor can we or are we equipped 
to bring it about. It's not possible because we are created. So how can we create another thing? We have to be willing to be the servants that we were created to be, not servants in a level that you have no authority, but we have power, authority, and dominion over all things that we conquer with one ambitious goal, and that is to do the will of the one that created us. Closing out today, I want you to remember two things. Victory in all things, when we are focused on doing the will of God that was revealed unto us, is ours no matter what. And audaciousness will always leave room for God's sovereignty to prevail in our lives while anxiousness is consumed with trying to figure out how to satisfy our own self-appetite. Well, I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope it has challenged you, and I also hope it has equipped you to be able to ward yourself against the double-mindedness that comes to choke out the very presence of the things that you are believing God for. I appreciate you for being here. Meet us back on the line tomorrow morning as we will be sharing some more great wisdom. You all have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.